That'll do it. The game may be over, but our coverage of Utah Jazz basketball is just beginning. That kid is on fire on catch-and-shoot threes right now. This is Utah Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Bounces to Gobert, and he rocks the pass Presented by both Mark Miller Subaru locations. Go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, it's time for a complete wrap of tonight's Utah Jazz game on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Welcome into the Jazz Game Night post-game report brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The Jazz win their fifth in a row, 111 to 105. This team has had some weird ups and downs this year, and the games of shoots and ladders have continued as they're hoping they can stay on the right side of those streaks here coming up in the future. We'll talk about that in a moment. Until then, Coach Tim Lacombe is with me. And Coach, this was one of those where, all right, you're better than this team. You should go out there and beat them. Uh, but with the way this team looked a week ago, people were very curious what this road trip was would look like. They swept it. They look great in sweeping it, and they should feel fantastic going into uh, this next stretch games which will feature some tough teams next week yeah it's a it's it's a great confidence boost for a team that sorely needed it um, certainly came out of the all-star break not playing their best but to be able to go out on the road and kind of find yourself and again like you said it's a game that everybody wanted or expected them to win but coming off a of back-to-back in a really tough game last night against boston um you, you know all bets are off and just like we just saw uh cavaliers just beat the nuggets uh, that game just went final. Wow! So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't always go according to script, and that's why a few more points and a win tonight to keep that streak alive is huge for the the you know for momentum and confidence. But now this is one game right here on the same night where the Jazz won one that they should have won, and the Nuggets lost one that they should have won, and they're going to be right there head to head with them all the way through. Well, that is enormous because yeah, you you mentioned it. So the Utah Jazz, if you. You know, it's always great to get help, but more importantly, you got to help yourself. Well, the Jazz did that. They helped themselves, and they get help in the standings. The Houston Rockets tonight also lost. They got down 20 to nothing against Charlotte. Uh, eventually went on to lose at Charlotte 108 to 99. And then, as you mentioned, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Denver Nuggets. So now the Utah Jazz uh, gain a game on Denver. They get another game of separation against Houston in the standings, and uh, things were looking bleak there for a while. I still think the two is most likely out of uh, likelihood because of the number of teams you have to climb and and the number of games that are still left. Um, But the Jazz, you know, helping themselves, getting help there in the standings, uh, they should feel great about, most importantly, the way they're playing. And that's that's the most important thing, Tony. There's, you can get caught up right now saying, oh, how's this all going to play out? Or you can focus on the really the only thing you can control and the only thing that matters, and that's how are we playing as a team. And I don't think there's any doubt, like you said, it's shoots and ladders. The ladders are, are a way better option than the slides. Um, my daughters and son repeatedly kicked my tail. I'd get out ahead of them, feel good about things, hit mm-hmm. a slide, you know, lose four levels. Yeah. No good. Yeah. Um, or you try to play Candyland as a uh, color-deficient human being. My niece cheats all the time. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Oh, that's that a purple. That's a purple tone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's why I'm losing. Okay. Yeah. But it was red. And, <laughs> um, but, no, that, it, lo- let's not lose sight of that thing. Because we all, everybody, it's human nature. Scoreboard watch. Look at the standings. That's fun. But it is about 
what are you guys? What are you doing as a team? And the Jazz are getting better. There's no doubt about that statement. Over the you know the way this the after the All Star break and the way they're playing now, it's night and day. The Jazz beat the Pistons one eleven to one hundred five. They win their fifth in a row, as we talked about, and now get set to face the Toronto Raptors coming your way on Monday night. We'll preview that game coming up a little bit later on. We'll get to Coach's key stat of the game and how that played out uh, throughout the uh, game this evening. But right now, it is time to take a look at the points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 800-GO-CERTA or visit CertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting and you do life. And when it comes to points in the paint tonight, uh, it was actually Detroit. Uh, who outproduced the Jazz in the paint by the final of 60-54, to 54, but it was the Jazz who got the win over the Pistons, 111-105. to 105. Go Where Love Takes You, by the way, in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru. It's your home for the shoot-around show every single Jazz home game on the Zone Sports Network, and it's the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at MarkMillerSubaru.com. 111-105, Jazz win, and the Jazz Game Night postgame show Rolls on on the Zone Sports Network. We're back on the Mark Miller Subaru postgame show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. The Jazz beat the Pistons 111 to 105 tonight. That's their fifth victory in a row. Uh, sharp stats of the game, by the way, are brought to you by Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Bogdanovich had 32 tonight, coach 12 of 18 from the field and played like with incredible effort and energy, I thought early on, especially defensive end, and then doing what he could to not just hit jumpers, but grind to some tough buckets too. Yeah, I love him in the post. I love when they post him up. They took him down there a couple times against tough matchups, and you know he he just played pretty relentlessly. Um, when he gets that ball on a kick out or or pass ahead in transition, I heard Joe Ingles talking about this a couple days ago that that they've got to do a better job of finding bogey in those spots. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley found a great – he drove it uh, to the middle of the floor from the right wing and found Bogdanovich, you know, just face up. He, those threes he gets are money, uh, anything in transition. But he is a way better player off the bounce than I expected him to be. And mark my words, Tony, in the playoffs – uh, in crunch time, that's another guy right there that you can play through in the post. And typically, he's going to have a smaller defender on him. Oh yeah. So it's going to re- it's going to cause a reaction, which will open up things for other guys. But that's I think the Jazz have really found something in in uh, the way they're using him. Twenty five for Mitchell, eight of fourteen from the floor, six of twelve off the bench for Clarkson. He had fourteen, eight and eight for Bradley off the bench. The Jazz shot fifty two percent from the field, thirty percent from three, twenty one to twenty eight from the free throw line. Uh, and won the rebound battle 40-38. to 38. Those sharp stats of the game brought to you by Les Olsen Company. For more on the game, let's go back to Detroit. Here is Quinn Snyder. During the course of the season, um, you know, I think the important thing is we're focused on the right things. And, you know, we've come out the last two nights tonight defensively. We were really, really good. And, you know, we made some – there's some things you can do better during the course of the game. But um, if there's anything that we talk about turning around, um, it's our intensity and our focus on the defensive end. And that usually, you know, whether you win or lose, if you do those things, you're going to be successful, you know, more often than not. How about Detroit. the relentless push from the Pistons tonight and the way you guys responded? Yeah, I think when you know when they tied the game, um, 
our guys just did exactly what you said. They responded, and um, you know, anytime you get a lead, it's you know, it's something you got to be focused on keeping. And you know, NBA games, there's lots of lots of big leads that change hands, and for us to respond the way we did was a really good thing. And we can be sharper down the stretch. Um, I think all our guys know that, and that's something you know that we'll focus on and talk about. But um, that shouldn't cloud the fact that you know we came out with great focus and intensity on the defensive end, and then, as you said, did respond when we needed to. Last night. Don and uh, Bogey don't have their best scoring nights tonight. They both come out and they're closer to what we usually see from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything in particular that was different what they did or just... Just playing basketball. Nights? Just playing basketball. They're going to have... Um, I, I think it's particularly appropriate. Um, the thing that was consistent about last night and tonight was how we defended. And, you know, those guys throwing themselves into that. And, you know, we've got a lot of guys that can make plays for each other. Um, tonight, Donovan and Boyan, obviously... Um, had an opportunity. It can be different guys every night. You know, we just got to all collectively defend on the other end. As you said, I'm sure that you'd like to see things a little bit tighter down the stretch. Mm-hmm. But there was that moment where Don almost lost the possession and mm-hmm. he was able to actually get it out across the court to Joe. Mm-hmm. How important are those moments where they keep it together, they don't lose the possession, they actually pull it out? Those are big plays, you know, and I think games sometimes tip on a loose ball, you know, or a rebound or, you know, someone hustling back in transition and making a play. And, you know, Donovan got to the floor and fought for the ball and we were actually ready to call timeout and he was able to, you know, make a pretty amazing pass actually across the court to Joe. And, um, you know, the important thing about that is, you know, you, you get a chance to not have to defend after a turn room, which is a lot harder. Uh, a couple weeks ago, you talked about a low point game against the Suns. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of what has changed for the team since then, and how, how did you challenge them? Well, let me say this. You know, Phoenix played really well that night, too. They made us, they made us look bad, um, and that's... You know, no matter how a team plays against you, you know, you may have nights that um, you don't win. Um, but it's the way that you don't win. And I think for our guys, it's just collectively, you know, focusing on things that we can control. And, you know, tonight and last night, it ends up in, in a win. We've got a tough game Monday, and we need to do the same thing and, and see where we land. You guys only shoot 10 of 33 from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. You're incredibly efficient inside the arc. What were you seeing in terms of your ability to get to the hoop? Well, I think every game's different, you know, and um, they did a good job of really shifting and shrinking the floor. And um, the biggest thing when, when those things happen for us is to, to move the ball and, you know, to, to get the defense moving so that we can attack. And when we did that, we were able to get to the rim. Okay. There you go. There's. That's Coach Quinn Snyder after the Utah Jazz get the win 111 to 105 over the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Coach, you heard what Coach Snyder had to say about that whole entire thing. Every night could be a little bit different. Control what you can control. I think what Jazz fans have to be most pleased about in the last five games is that this team has been focusing and controlling more of what they can control. In the previous slide that they had, a four-game losing streak where they looked abysmal, to be just completely frank about it, they didn't look like they were able to control almost anything that was within their command. And that has obviously now flipped. Yeah, and I give the the coaches a ton of credit because it is so difficult when things are going tough um, to get your guys to respond the way the Jazz have. And, And it's hard, too, when you have a ton of success 
um, to keep the guys focused. And so it's, it's a constant job. You never feel comfortable. Um, but this staff has done a great job of continuing to demand the non-negotiables. Um, you know, this, the defensive side of the ball, like we talked about in the pregame, doesn't have, they don't have to be the best defensive team in the league. And with the luxury this year of having a bunch of different guys that can get you 30 on a given night, uh, you don't even need to really be in the top five. I think this team just can't be down in the 20s. Um, and th- that's all an effort thing. That's all a, a focus thing, a mental determination thing. And whatever transition took place, it looks to me like the that message is kind of now being received and the guys are doing a better job of making it a priority. The Jazz had a 22-point lead. It went away. All the way. They lost that entire lead, got it back up to 16 again, had it back down to one possession before going on to win 111 to 105 tonight. Safe Light Auto Glass, uh, excited about the Utah Jazz season, and they're proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader with all proceeds benefiting the neighborhood house. 40 to 38 was the total there. What did Rudy Gobert? have to say after this one we'll hear about that coming up next and it's our reminder that the post game show was brought to you by mark miller subaru make sure to uh, go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 subaru outback available now at mark miller subaru the official subaru partner of the utah jazz learn more at mark miller subaru.com 111 105 jazz beat the pistons right here on the zone sports network Welcome back to the Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. 111-105, Jazz beat the Pistons. Uh, they have now won five in a row. They got some help tonight, too. We talked about it in the standings. The Nuggets lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 104-102. Uh, the Houston Rockets pulled a no-show for the first six minutes of the game, got down 20 to nothing to Charlotte, and went on to lose 108-99. Now the Jazz have a game and a half cushion for the four as they're ahead of Houston who's in the five and now they're only a game back without the tiebreaker and likely won't get the tiebreaker at any point against Denver uh, who is right there for the three so technically you could say they're two games back of the Nuggets but still one game right there in the standings a chance for them now going forward to capitalize even more so on the way they're playing. So we've watched the ups and the downs, Coach. What makes you feel best uh, that the Jazz can sustain now more of the ups and not have it turn the way it has uh, in the previous streaks? It is, to me, all about their their mindset. Uh, This is, you know, they're starting to get used to, and they're doing a better job of uh, dealing with teams that are going small on them. They've seen it enough now. They've been able to make, you know, get enough reps that they actually have a kind of a plan of attack. Um, but I just, I like the way, like Dave said tonight um, in in Crosstalk, they, the, the Jazz are doing a way better job of keeping that ball moving. Um, you know, the ball was popping around tonight. And then you have, you know, a guy like Clarkson who comes in off the bench and brings a ton of energy. I loved what Tony Bradley did tonight. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we just kind of go through and say eight points, eight rebounds. But where Tony Bradley started this season, where he is right now, and, and he, is, he is a very 
big part of the strength of, of this bench unit. Um, so they're, when guys do what they're supposed to do when they follow the game plan and then when they jump in and, and their role and kind of accept it, it's amazing how smooth things can be. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that long ago I was watching Tony Bradley at 4 o'clock in the afternoon at Bruin Arena at Salt Lake Community College in front of nobody putting in unbelievable work to try and get himself even to this point. You know, so when you talk about where he started at the beginning of the year, and then even that in some of the previous years. But this guy always had the confidence he could get to this level, 8-8 eight and eight off the bench, uh, doing what he can. This bench unit has really taken, I think, full and big responsibility for their impact and what goes on. Whether it's Joe, uh, who had a good stretch of games there coming off the bench with a high number of assists and things like that. Clarkson pouring in points. Niang with a timely two, three-point shots throughout the course of the night. Like, they seem to know kind of what the objective is for each individual as well as that that being congruent for the uh, collective unit. When you look at any successful team, you know, across sport, but it's always that you have guys on your team that understand what their job is, what their role is. Um, you know, a, a great punt returner in football can come into a game and change the course of a game by bringing the momentum that he can bring. Mm-hmm. Um, a pinch hitter, a guy who's, you know, been around Major League Baseball for a long time and can come in and when that team needs a spark – I think that's what Jordan Clarkson brought. The Jazz bench was really struggling. Uh, to the management's credit, they saw that. They went out and acquired a couple pieces, Jordan Clarkson being one of them. I think then putting a ton of confidence in George and Yang, too. Um, so it's it hasn't been exactly what they thought of going into the season, but what I really like what the bench has evolved into and feel like you said that they understand the importance that they bring into a game, and that's a big part of why the Jazz have won these five straight. Oh, yeah. I, I like that they now – one of the best – uh, features of this team when they won the 19 out of 21. One reason why I said it's okay to label them as a contender, especially if they had sustained just a high quality level of play, was that they had a variety of ways they could win. It wasn't like, well, if this doesn't go well, they can't win. They were without Donovan one game, down 15 on the road at Washington, turned it on, and had clutch plays late in the game with Moutier running the point and also Clarkson running the point. It was It was a great team victory. You could see that they had versatile ways of playing. They're getting back to that now, too, in this way. And that, I think, is also encouraging. So, uh, what, a little over a month to go, that feature of this team, when playing at their best, does give you a, a better feeling about, say, what the team was a year ago. And for me as a coach to watch, I'm just starting to kind of see the pieces of a playoff run put be put together. Mm-hmm. And being able to get confidence, again, for bogey is huge. Getting Joe playing you know, with the ball in his hands and pick and roll. Getting Mike Conley, another really positive game for him. Donovan's been pretty solid and steady. Rudy's been solid and steady. But it's just now you can see in a seven-game series, it's going to be really fun to see how the Jazz attack the team that they're playing and all the different pieces that they can use. Coach, you had your key stat of the game. It was brought to you by Planet Fitness. Join the Planet Fitness nearest you for just a buck uh, and $10 a month. That's $1 down, $10 a month. Coming soon to West Jordan, visit planetfitness.com. Your stat of the game tonight was... Assist turnovers. All right. And tonight, the Utah Jazz ended up with 17 assists and had just nine turnovers. Five in the first half, four in the second half. Um, Wasn't necessarily a high assist game. What, 17 assists on 40 made baskets, but this team did not hurt themselves when it came to 
possessing the ball. Yeah, and the thing I really like too, uh, in addition to the assists, is the screens. Are, are they're back to being really good screens that guys can use. People are giving up their body. They're starting to feel better, so they're giving up a little bit of themselves for somebody else. That's always a great indicator. And the other thing is the the spacing on the floor was awesome tonight. You know, you want to be able to stretch that floor. Again, I I talked about the Conley penetration kick, but the Jazz want to make a living on that. And the way they spaced the floor tonight, um, you know, maybe the assist number wasn't as good, but assist to turnover is a positive thing when it's, you know, two to one. And I love the way the Jazz spaced the floor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of those assists, the assist feature is proudly sponsored by Larry H. Miller dealerships throughout the Utah Jazz season. The Larry H. Miller dealerships is donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller charities. We are driven by you uh the utah jazz we were talking about this five game win streak and it's it's not the end all be all and it doesn't mean that they've completely accomplished what uh they want to they still have work to do um but the jazz in that stretch uh from february 28th until now uh they have a defensive rating of 111.5 before that Going from, what was it, January 27th to February 27th. They had uh, uh, some tough play. There was no doubt about it where this team was just not playing as well as they wanted to. The Jazz were 27th on defense. They had a rating of 117.1. So you moved from 27th in a full month span and then in this five-game stretch there at, I think, 11th. So good thing to have. Uh, Rudy Gobert joined the media after the game. Here's what he had to say after the Jazz won their fifth in a row. Back being on the road and then the Pistons relinquishing effort. We're still alive. But uh, I think we just did a good job defending, especially in the first quarter. You know, we got a a big lead and they came back in the game, they made a run, but we we sustained the lead and, uh, you know, we we made some plays and got the stops when we needed them in the fourth quarter. Coach was talking about the defense and he's been so pleased with what you guys have done on this road trip. What are you seeing and where does that start? I think it starts with uh, our mind, you know, where we want to put our focus on. And the last four games, I feel like the focus was on the defensive end. You know, we we had some stretches when we lost that, but they were short, short stretches, like tonight, you know, when they made the run in the fourth early. But uh, beside that, you know, I really like the, the mindset that we have. I think uh, that's the mindset that we need, and we're going to keep working, keep getting better. The execution wasn't perfect in the fourth quarter, as Quinn said, but you made enough plays down the stretch. How do you feel about uh, the performance kind of in the clutch moments? I think, uh, you know, we early, like when they came back we and they start trapping us, we kind of surprised and we, we had many turnovers, many bad shots. And after that, we were able to turn things around and our focus was on the higher level. And we made the play when we needed them. We made the free throws when we when we needed them. And we got the stops also when, uh, when we needed one. On the lines, how confident were you when you went to the line, 18 and a half seconds left, chance for the game? I was very confident. You know, I shoot free throws every day, and uh, I'm very confident. It's not about all, at all about having to potentially play a game in front of nobody. Uh, I've done that before when I was when I was 12, so I don't mind doing it again. Hmm? I mean, there was three people, so. but we we'll see. I mean, we we'll see how it goes. You know, 
uh, whatever brought these values, uh, we're going to see how things go and how things evolve, and uh, we'll see what the NBA is uh, going to come up with. Seems like Tony is playing with a lot more confidence. Yeah. What have you seen out of out of him since this season has gone along? I think, especially this road trip, I really think he took a step. You know, he's. Uh, is especially defensively, his aggressiveness, uh, his uh, commitment on the blocks, you know, and you know, I think gave us a big lift on second unit. So it's 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 huge. All right, that's what Rudy Gobert had to say after the game. Right mindset, right mentality. Exactly what you've been talking about, Coach. No doubt about that. Uh, Don't forget, by the way, get your truly free credit scores, free credit monitoring from Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app today. Credit Karma, here's to progress. When we come back, we'll hear what Boyan Bogdanovich had to say after this one as he scored 32 points in the Jazz, won their fifth in a row. The final score once again, 111 to 105. They beat the Detroit Pistons tonight. The postgame show is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. So, make sure to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at MarkMillerSubaru.com. 111-105 Jazz win, and this is the Utah Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to the Jazz Game Night Post Game Show where the Jazz beat the Detroit Pistons 111 to 105. The Jazz Game Night Post Game Show is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. With Coach Tim Lacombe, I'm Tony Parks. Glad to be have you with us. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, 32 points tonight. Uh, when Boyan's playing well, the Jazz are playing well. And here's Boyan with the media tonight. And what exactly are you, have you guys locked in on? Our energy, our attitude was was way better last last couple. I mean, this this road trip, especially last night and and and, and tonight, did a pretty good job keeping keeping them out of out of our pain. We controlled the boards last last night and and, and tonight first half. Then they kind of kind of hurt us, but great great road trip overall, and and, and we are back at, uh, at our defense. Sorry about that. Can I um, can a road trip sometimes help with focus? Like just everyone together no of course we had a couple meeting meetings between each other players are having dinners together all of that so you can say that we were we were more more focused right now than the last couple of games and also after that uh, after that stretch that we have in uh, after those star break is kind of it's kind of not normal to lose four four games in a row but it's kind of normal to to start a little bit a little bit slower than usual you and donovan had a big fourth quarter tonight what was the difference what were you see in there always <laughs> uh, I mean they tried uh, they tried to double us they kind of kind of surprised us last last couple of couple of minutes we, we kind of relaxed because we had a had a big uh, big lead and then Donovan and Mike Mike did a, did a great job just keeping the ball and getting getting fouled and he's he's great he's great for us he's 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 realizing how, how every single night defense are kind of different different on him 
one of them are switching, the other one is trying to, to blitz him, trap him. Tonight was tonight was that case on a on the second half, and and, he, and he's doing a great job whole season long fighting fighting all of us. How were you able to take advantage of their defense in the fourth quarter? Personally, just kind of trying to get a get in the lane. I was trying to get a, to get fouled because I didn't have any free throws till till the last quarter. So I had a I had a couple of them in the last last couple of minutes. So like I say, a great great trip overall, and 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 we back at home. So got a tough challenge against against Toronto. Can you put into words how fun it is to be in a race like this? You know, tonight obviously that you win, the Nuggets and Rockets lose, and this is kind of everything the way you want it to unfold tonight, isn't it? Yes, it is. I mean, we are not paying attention to what the other teams are doing. We are trying to, to keep focus on, on our game because we, we didn't play well lately. So, like I say, fun to be in this this locker room. So many so many unselfish players. No matter who is who is playing well, if we win, we are we are all all happy. So, gotta keep going, keep fighting. The league is talking about potentially there being games without any fans being in attendance. What do you think of that situation? And have you experienced anything like that? I mean, I never. I experienced some, sometimes in Turkey because fans were fans were, were crazy throwing stones and whatever. But it's gonna be it's gonna be strange, you know. It's gonna be strange in NBA to play without fans. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, we are all all aware of what's going on around the world. There's Boyan Bogdanovich. Jazz get the win. I tell you, when he's good, they're good. And coming out of the All-Star break, he had some tough stretches there, man. But he's had it dialed in for the most part on this road trip. Didn't shoot the ball too terribly well uh, yesterday. But had it dialed in today, 12 of 18, 32 points. Let's put into perspective, in 61 games with the Utah Jazz, and, and he was a good player at Indiana, but he has eclipsed his points per game here in Utah uh, again, another night where he gets it just has a huge night, is really efficient. Um, and, and I think there is something to, you know, we talk about Boyan having some good games and, and then being lost. I think he, he and Joe Ingles are two guys that you can almost put down as a direct result of, of the jazz ball movement. And if those guys are involved and they're getting, you know, shots in different spots and guys are finding them and getting them in a rhythm – it's kind of uh, it tends to bode well for the Jazz, but Bojan, I would have never expected a guy, you know, in his spot coming in to uh, shoot forty-one percent from three on the season this year mm-hmm. and score twenty points a game as a Utah Jazz guy. Um, it's been a it's been a great year for Bojan. He has had some tough spots, but really like where he is right now mentally. He talks a lot about how the Jazz system is very much connected and has a lot of similarities to the European game. The, the way the ball moves, spacing, all, he, he's broken it down plenty of times into all the different facets. And he feels like, he even said, like he feels like that's the best version of him, is when the game goes like that. He even brought up a situation in Indiana last year where he felt like he had to be a player that is not the best version of him. He feels like this system really facilitates that now the injuries is why he felt that last year not necessarily taking a shot at indiana what is it about quinn's system that you see that you go yeah all right there's some european connection to all of that just play in the right way um i think uh the jazz do a great job of trying to get uh bypassing the ball and moving the ball try to get teams to to be in rotation you see that a ton when we used to go over and play uh, our European tours. It was just amazing to me how out in front of the game the Europeans were. Um, we played the Greek national team, the Italian national team on one trip, 
uh, and they had all their guys there. So you're, you're just the imposing size, but then just how intellectually locked in those guys are on both sides of the floor. I think that's probably the, the point that when you look at Quinn's system, um, everybody is spaced you know, accordingly, and the ball is always going to move, and guys are going to make the right basketball play. And if they don't, they're not going to play. Uh, pretty simple. So uh, I think those are some of the similarities you see between the European uh, you know, leagues and, and the way they're taught and, and then the Jazz. In the five-game win streak, four of the five, he has shot 37.5% from three or better. Uh, two of those games at exactly 50%. And he has been able to put together 40% or better from the field in every game but one. And, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, when this guy is able to knock down shots, when this guy is able to be a productive player out there on the floor, man, good things are happening for the Utah Jazz. Let me ask you, Tony, what were your expectations of him? when I mean, has he exceeded what you thought he'd do? Uh, Yes, actually. I thought he'd be a very good player in this system. Uh, he's a better, I thought, great shooter. They need another offensive weapon. He's actually better than just a shooter. I get like tonight. He had a great post up, and he actually hit like a a little like what eleven foot step back, I guess. But he knew he had length over the defender. Like he's stronger uh, with his lower body than I realized uh, than he would be, and uses it better than I expected him to. Um, so more versatile. He's actually more versatile than I thought he would be. So in that way, yes, uh, his number of 30-plus point games has exceeded what I thought it was. His number of 25-plus point games has exceeded what I thought he was. He is more than just a great weapon to have out there. He's a critical piece now. Like, like if he plays with 30-plus pl- uh, points, you win. And it's very realistic he could do it on any given night. And the other thing is, he's had other nights where uh, his point production is one thing, but his overall production in the game is another. I'm trying to think of some games like off the top of my head. Uh, he had like an 18-point game, uh, I want to say at Brooklyn or something like that. Yeah, I'm just looking at his uh, game logs now. And I remember that night, it didn't feel like the greatest performance ever, but his impact on the game was good. So, like you say, when you watch a player, you can actually see – the value that they have, and he's exceeded what I expected him to do. He's more versatile than I thought he would be, and I thought he'd be a nice fit, but he's a perfect fit. And the thing that I love going forward and even looking at the playoffs is, you know, the Jazz obviously will get an opponent that they'll have things that they do better than that opponent, and then they'll have things that the opponent's going to give them trouble on. But I'm telling you, this post-up, Bojan in the post, Mm -hmm. creates a whole different look for all of the Jazz players. When the ball maybe gets stuck, um, to be able to throw it in there and and be able to have a smaller guy, and then the whole world opens up to you because you bring a double team, the ball quickly moves, and then you're getting your shooter shots. Um, So you don't have to just totally rely on isolation or pick and roll. you got another way to attack somebody. The Jazz beat the Pistons 111-105, fifth in a row. That's great news. Better news, or I said uh, even better news, Cleveland beats Denver 104-102. And even better news than that, Charlotte beats Houston 108-99. Two uh, results I definitely didn't expect, and that being that the Jazz would get help with Denver and Houston losing. 
did expect the Jazz to beat Detroit, so the Jazz helped themselves. They get help elsewhere, and they're a game and a half up now on Houston in position for that four, and they're just a game back without the tiebreaker against Denver for the three. So it should be a really fun stretch of basketball, but now the opponents get tougher. Toronto at home, at Oklahoma City, uh, and then you have Memphis uh, coming up in that back-to-back with the Friday-Saturday. Then you end up with, uh, uh, what is it, uh, the Lakers on... Monday, the following That's Monday right. after that, Monday, like Wednesday, winning teams is what the Utah Jazz uh, are squaring up with now here going forward. And, and the but the thing you can really kind of take to the bank is the fact that whatever was wrong, whatever the issue was, um, that that's kind of been rectified. And, and I know, hey, people say they they beat Cleveland, they beat New York. Well, guess what? Denver didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, they won in Boston, and Boston's playing as about as good as ball as anybody in the league. So to go in there and then to finish it up on a back-to-back, man, I'm telling you, I don't know that there are many people out there who thought that the Jazz could go out and sweep this road trip, but they just put themselves in a really good spot. Yeah, they did. All right, uh, and I did leave off, sorry, uh, New Orleans is on Friday, the front part of that back-to-back on Friday, March 13th. So tougher games going forward. Should be a lot of fun. Last note here on the post-game show, what a great win for Utah State. Uh, down by 16 in the first half. Uh, cut it to three, I think, at halftime, uh, I think it was, or made it a much closer game. We, we were doing the Jazz game, obviously, at the time. And Sam Merrill with a big clutch three in a tie game uh, hits a big three with 2.6 to go, and the Aggies win the Mountain West Conference Tournament in back-to-back years. Congratulations to Coach Craig Smith. Great call by Scotty G right here on the Zone Sports Network as well. That's going to do it for the Jazz game night post-game show tonight. Uh, big thanks to Adrian Leiser on the other side of the glass doing a great job as always. Thank you, Coach Lacombe. Always enjoy it. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun on the air, but I wish we could tape oh, the, off, uh, the off the air segments. <laughs> you had me in tears tonight, man. Great working with you. Appreciate it. It was fun. Always thanks for a dragging me along. Oh, no, man. You do a great job as always. Uh, thanks for help, have, helping me guest fill in uh, tonight for Jake Scott. And then also a uh, big thanks to David Locke and Ron Boone for their work uh, in the Motor City tonight. The Jazz did not have their best three-point shooting game uh, on the evening as they shot uh, just 30% from long range. The Utah Jazz at 10 of 33, 9 of 30 from long range, the Detroit Pistons. The three-point feature brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. The post-game show is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, so go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. The final score once again, the Jazz 111, the Pistons 105. This has been the Jazz Game Night. Night postgame show right here on the Zone Sports Network.